0: Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Look at you. See?
1: Hey. (laughs) There we go.
0: It's perfect. Hell yeah! Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to be here. Kind of nervous.
0: Oh, that's all right, man. It's uh, everybody. Everybody is, you know. We're uh, we're just talking. You know, we're just having a conversation. That's all. You know. So you know, this is like I told you on chat. This is recorded. Um, if there's anything you know, you don't want to talk about, or if you're like, if you say something and like, uh, can you cut that out? You know, like, it's totally fine. I'll just edit it. It's no big deal. Alrighty. Uh, that's happened a couple times, not very often, but it's happened a couple times where somebody talked about something and then they went back and was like, um, you know, they talked about some stuff like personal stuff with their family and. And they're like, you know, I don't want my sister to hear this, so can you cut that part out? So I go back and cut it out, you know, whatever. So nah. I do that on purpose because uh, I want, you know, most people I have on here, this is their first time being on a podcast. Yep. Uh, most people, um, it seems like most people I've had on here, they're not, they're a little camera shy. Like most of them don't have YouTube channels, so they're not used to like... You know, filming and editing themselves and then being like, "Uh, you know, to get over that kind of, which everyone has to get over if you film yourself. Like, yeah. oh, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I talk or a sound or whatever, you know. So uh, I always, you know, I like to edit or, you know, record these because I, I think I told you the same thing. Um, and I told a handful of people in the past that were hesitant. I'm like, hey, it's recorded. Let's do it. If, uh, if you don't like it at the end, just be like, yeah, don't post that and I'll just delete it. It's no big deal. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I kind of thought about it and I'm like, you know, well, I am who I am and fuck it. Full send. You know, there's nothing that, that, you know, I won't talk about. And, uh, one of the things that you did mention is my experience in airsoft and well, everything affects everything. So
0: exactly. Well, that's what, I, that's what I said in our text. You know, if uh, uh, you know, I, I don't care. There, I don't. There's been some people that I've heard that do podcasts. You know, in the airsoft industry, that um, when they have somebody on, or before they have somebody on, they'll say, "Hey, uh, we don't bring this up. We don't talk about this. We don't talk about that." You know, I don't do that. People have asked me numerous times in the past, "Hey, uh, is there anything I can't bring up or talk about?" I'm like. No, you bring up whatever, dude. This is just, you know, pretend we're hanging out this first time we met, and it is, right? But we're meeting face to face. Yeah. And uh, we're just BSing and getting to know each other and having a conversation like that. So whatever comes up, comes up. It's no big deal.
1: Fuck it. Both end. Yeah, man. (laughs) Well, you look good. Thank you. Um, yeah. This is... I have, like, three loadouts, I think. Yeah, I do. One is um, kind of like a speed soft fucking thing. Um, yeah. Which is this one. Okay. Super, Super mobile, lightweight. And then uh, I have another one that I run with, like, a recce-style loadout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you may have seen it on my Instagram. It's uh, with that big green sniper rifle. Yes. I actually ran that this weekend at a mini-mill sim here in Michigan.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because that was the most recent post uh, that I saw on your thing about the um, Operation something. Out there. Uh,
1: Operation Outbreak. That's it. Outbreak. That one was really interesting. Um, it was kind of like... I forget what the hell the factions were. Green team versus tan team, really. Um yeah. one side was trying to like get this virus into the into the uh into the world. Yeah. And the uh NATO forces were trying to stop that. Um fucking COVID. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> COVID. But what it but what it made it really interesting is it turned into a night game. Yeah. It was just like a 16-hour event. Yeah. Um it turned into a night game and then if the green team had a- successfully implanted the virus into the waterways and whatnot, it would turn into a zombie game. Oh shit. Yeah. Luckily or well, unluckily, I didn't get any nighttime footage because I was having a few issues with the uh with the scope I yeah. had to reformat it and all that stuff. But. Do you have, like, a,
0: is your scope able to see, like, do you have nods or night vision or is some kind of light or
1: something you can use? So it is a ATN X-Site. It is a report. It, so it's a digital scope. It's pretty much a gotcha. camera. It can record, take pictures, but it's also night vision. Um, it can see on its own if it's like pitch black. Then Holy I can shit. then I can turn on a infrared system. Um, there's a few videos on my Instagram channel that where I'm actually using that. Oh, okay. Are they uh, where are they? At? Do you mind if I pull one up? I'm on your Instagram right now. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'll um, share the screen. I play at the same field as TST like Otter and uh, Airsoft LMG guy, yep. uh, Mason, and those guys. Uh, most of that nighttime footage is there. But um, That's where we
0: met, actually. We met, uh, I joined their Instagram live, was it last week that they were doing? And it was, uh... oh, you were commenting on it while we were on there.
1: Oh, did we lose each other? Yeah, I think we lost yep. each it, other. Well, it lagged
0: out. It's okay. Yeah. So what I was saying was, uh, that's how we met was through the TST guys when yep. they did the uh, the Instagram live. Yep. And um, you were commenting in there.
1: Yeah, I was asking about uh, not patches, stickers. Stickers, yeah. Put those on. I haven't had time to get around to literally anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, this uh, – so we've had – anyway, you know how it just lagged out for a second? Yep. That happens quite often, uh, you know, often enough to where it's not, you know, it's not an issue. Uh, and if the call drops, we'll just restart it and pick up where we left off, and okay. I'll just edit that <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> so – and anyone that's listening to this, uh, I'll keep this part in there so that – uh, you can know in the future if that happens, it's recorded. I'll just uh, cut that out because it does happen here and there. Mm-hmm. It might be my connection or your connection or the Discord or the fucking universe. I don't know.
1: Okay. Hey. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> hey, let me pull this up. Uh, I think I found one. It looks like um, you're looking through the scope at some trees. I'm gonna share the screen with you. You might have to uh dude, this thing's wigging out, bro. Uh when I got home my power or my uh my power must have flickered or something today because uh, my computer was off. I always leave it in standby and um because I use it so much and uh it was off. I had to restart it. And um I'm getting this white like border. Around the Discord thing mm-hmm. on this uh, on this monitor, and it's uh, it's acting freaky. So if it does mess up, we'll just we'll, we'll redo it. It's no big deal. Alrighty. All right. All right. Let me see here. So you might have to uh, when I click on Share Screen, you might it might come up and say uh, Watch Stream, or it might just automatically come up. You see a third screen up there? Yes, I do. Perfect. All right, so this is the one I'm looking at. Is that your scope you're talking about? Yep. Sweet. Let's check it out, dude. That's pretty crazy. Damn. Now, how is that? How
1: much of a zoom is that scope? Um, i I'll have to grab it. I think it's a four by. Four, three or four to like 22 power. Okay, gotcha,
0: yeah. That's cool, man. And then
1: you got another one. Does it have that reticle in there? So the reticle I see and the reticle you see in this video are two different reticles. Gotcha. Um, That's like a base default reticle. I can't change that. I wish I could. I wish I could show you what I see. Yeah. Because in my scope, I'm seeing yardage, windage, all that wow. stuff. Wow. That's
0: cool. So this is the one that records.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. But do you see a different one? That's pretty cool. That's so crazy, yeah. man. This, uh, That it's... It sees that freaking good. And then is this the same scope uh, during the day?
1: Yep. It uh, Season 4K. So it'll record in 4K, take pictures in 4K at different frames per second. I can record in 120 frames per second.
0: (laughs) That is awesome, dude. Now, where'd you get this? uh, What's the name of scope again? And where'd you get it?
1: It is an ATN X-Site Pro. Gotcha. Um I bought it from my dad. It was brand new. Yeah. Uh, my dad predator hunts. Uh, takes the coyotes off of the uh, farmers' fields and whatnot. But uh. Oh, nice! Bought that from him, brand new. Hell yeah!
0: So, uh, so he does hunting. Did you grow up? Learning how to hunt and all that.
1: Yep, uh, pretty much everything I learned from him. Um, basically, like how to handle guns, how to shoot them, all of it from him. He's a yeah. uh, retired military, so he taught me a few extra things as well. So. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, how does he feel about you playing airsoft?
1: Um, he loves it. Uh, okay, growing good. up, growing up, I really didn't play any much sports or really have any kind of aspirations and now that I'm doing this, yeah. he's he's all for it. I try to get him out but he won't. <laughs> he's like, I'm too old. I'm I'm sixty. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I got something in the in the realm of uh, night vision I got something coming too. Uh oh. Thermals. I got oh, thermal shit. So hopefully hopefully We'll get some thermal gameplay,
0: dude. Those are no joke, bro. Those things are expensive and they're freaking awesome.
1: Yep. hell yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool. There's a uh, my. I don't really have a lot of experience with uh, any kind of night vision. I was in the military before they were using night vision for like you know regular troops. Um, I wasn't like in any kind of special group or anything. And, um, so we never even like put hands on any when we were in the military. So now it's so common, like all these guys getting out of the military, they have all these scopes and nods and all this shit. And I'm like, they're like, you know, that, uh, that, uh, red dot you put, you know, that you get on your, um, your M4. I'm like, no, I, I, I used an M16A2. From the eighties <laughs> <So, laughs> They're like, Oh, okay, you were in a long time ago. And I'm like, yeah, dude. So I really like seeing all these videos and pictures and stuff from uh the night vision stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now I'm looking um, at your Instagram. This uh this one down at the bottom, it's I think it's your first picture. Uh um, is that the one you're using? Yep. In those in those pictures, and that's the scope? Yep. Fucking awesome, dude. That looks so cool.
1: That's a uh, Crytek LVOAC. Yeah. That's been modded to all hell. That
0: looks awesome. Um we we had a couple of those at one point. Yeah.
1: That uh second shot in the most recent video I posted with Operation yeah. Outbreak. I wish it showed it, but that was at 100 yards with that gun. Oh.
0: Oh, you couldn't see it on the video?
1: No, you can't. It won't show you the distance on the video.
0: Oh, I got you. But you can see it in the video?
1: Oh, let's check it out. No, I can see it in my scope, but it doesn't show it
0: in the video. But you can still see the shot. You just can't see the distance. Like that. Like, you can still see this. Dude, you're shooting through some damn leaves. Like, you're a sniper.
1: Yeah, that's, that's actually what I do. I, yeah I try to ver- versa- you know make things versatile and play everything okay. but right that that one was probably one of my most enjoyable events um that's hole in the wall paintball and airsoft yeah um it's centered around three ridges and it's all in a valley you can go on up and down the village villages there's a swamp down like where that kid's at yeah About 20 yards behind him, you can't see it because the grass is too tall, but there's like a six foot deep creek that runs through there. So if you want to cross it, you either have to cross the bridges or you swim. (laughs) Nice. Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, And you, so you snipe. Uh, you do uh tech work and mm-hmm. custom painting yeah so what uh f- well first of all how did you uh h- how was it growing up did you you said you weren't into sports what led you from like no athletics to airsoft did you start after high school
1: um for the most part i started after high school so like dude I don't know what year it would have been, but I was 13. Yeah. There was a local field, kind of a hodgepodge of things. It was an RC track and RC planes, but way in the back was Airsoft. Oh, shit. I went once. Yeah. I went once. And then dad never took me again because he didn't (laughs) want to drive out there. Oh, okay. um, That's where I really got hooked. Yeah. I'm playing. I had a well belt, a well... Bell, I think that company used to be called. It was an M four with a hopper on top of it. Just a piece of shit gun <laughs> 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 but um How dare you. And then, and then uh from that point on I watched a lot of videos. I think the person that I watched the most was uh maybe you might you might know him, Level Cap Gaming. He started out with Airsoft and then moved no. to, uh, moved to gaming. Oh shit! Okay. Um. Him and Jet were pretty much producing the uh, the same kind of content. Gotcha. Um. And then probably three years, I I got into airsoft. I met one of my friends, one of my really good friends. Now, uh, her name is Tess. She's yeah. the uh, one that showed me everything. Uh, really got me into it. As from, you know, being a new player, newbie.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, She showed me how to build AEGs, and I taught her how to build HPAs, you know, later down the line. Holy shit. Um, We were trying to actually start a business as well. Okay.
0: Uh, With, like, teching? Yeah. Yeah.
1: uh, There was a few issues with that, so it never actually got to kick off, but. Yeah. I would say it's been one hell of a, one hell of an experience. Okay. Um. From meeting Tess, uh, we formed a team called Wolves of Asgard. At, uh, there at Cedar Airsoft. Kind of jumps apart, jumps away from the uh, original question. I apologize. Oh, I have no. I haven't bad ADD, here. so... You're, I'll you're go funny, all dude. over
0: the place. No, no. you're Well, shit. You, you've heard... If you've heard any of these podcasts, you know I don't know what the hell I'm talking about half the time. So <laughs> uh, No, you're good. Yeah, like what got you into Airsoft? And uh, yeah, pretty much you answered it.
1: Other than that, Call of Duty. Playing a, yeah. I played a lot of Call of Duty, but, you know, that, that shit got boring. I want to play... I wanted to try it playing airsoft you know i played it once before like i said right i was 13 yeah i'm like you know i had my own place had had my own car money you know started right. falling into place and i start, just said fuck it i'm gonna start playing yeah and then here we are <laughs> buying <laughs> night vision and getting thermals and no going shit way down the rabbit hole
0: right so you got uh When you uh, first started Airsoft, you know, after high school, after you have your own job, like as an adult, um, did your wallet say, fuck you? Because you were starting to spend all this money. (laughs) The most common thing I've heard is all these Airsofters like, yeah, once I started, it's like, I feel like I never had any money
1: after that. (laughs) They're always buying new shit. (laughs) So yes and no. Airsoft is a sport that will be as expensive as you want it to be. Yeah. And with all the shit that I buy and the fucking, I don't know, seven guns that are sitting in the corner. Yeah. Um, airsoft is definitely one of those things that it will be expensive as you want it to be. Um, yes, it has hurt my wallet, but it. I kind of learned a lot more. How did I say? Better financial uh, workings. Yeah,
0: um, kind like of how, how to budget and kind of plan shit
1: out. Yep, how to plan, how to how to budget things, how to plan things out. Um, ulterior ways to make money. Yeah, uh, like with the custom paintings. I'm like, well, I really like painting stuff, and I really like working with my hands. I already right. knew how to build guns. So, with that, I turned the tech work and the custom painting and a few other things that I learned. Let's make Airsoft pay for Airsoft. Mm-hmm. So, now I don't pay as much out of my own pocket. Right. And so, that's another thing. I've, Airsoft has been like... A lot of character development. Right. You know, I didn't... Three years ago when I started playing, I didn't think I'd, like, learn this much about really? myself as a person. Oh, okay. Um, being on the Airsoft team, I was a co... Kind of got dragged into being a co-founder and an admin. <laughs> when I first started, I was a timid person. Yeah. Still kind of am sometimes, and certain situations yeah but um i learned how to uh speak up and say what needed to be said some of the stories i've got and had to deal with blow your mind (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah um
0: what's your uh what's your most uh memorable experience with airsoft
1: my most memorable experience would be going to MSW for the first time out in Oklahoma it was operation uh, Salsk. Man, what took you out there? Shit. That's a long so, drive. So yeah, 16 hours. Yeah. Mm. 16-hour drive. Um my most the reason it was most memorable is the first time I ever le- left Michigan. Nice. So I'm like, well, Something goes wrong. I have no idea how to deal with that. I don't know how to get home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The second reason is at that point in time, I realized I just want to share things that I like to do with other people. Yeah. Growing up, I didn't have a lot of experiences. And on Wolves of Asgard, there's a lot of, I would say kids that were like me at that age yeah didn't get to have a lot of experiences mm-hmm. some of them have strict parents some parents are just assholes right I'm like, well i'm an adult we had other adults that are former military EMS you know the kids will be safe so i'm like, so i talked to them hey do you want to go absolutely But my parents, they're like, eh, I don't know if I want my son to go 16 hours out west with a bunch of people. Yeah. Got to talk to their parents, talk to parents. They said, kind of reluctantly said yes. (laughs) Um, So, like, bringing new, kind of new players out to uh, experience the things that Airsoft has to offer, like West definitely not the same kind of airsoft that you'll see at, I don't know, Red Arrow, Milson. <laughs> so, like, bringing other people to experience the things that you'll also enjoy, but to get that same kind of experience themselves, then, um, and then, just MSW in general. I never thought I'd, like, get to go to one of those events. Right, that's a big that's step. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or even go that, that far, you know, out West. Yeah. It was an awesome time. Um, there is a, uh, few photos that post that posted up in the NATO chat because that's, a, that's the side we were on. Gotcha. And then watching the, those young, those same young kids that I brought out there be like, Oh my goodness. You know? Someone's talking about me. <laughs> I don't know. That just, that, that just kind of stuck. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, you know, Milson West events are... Uh, they're a big commitment, man. They're no joke. You know, from what I've heard, I haven't been to one um, or experienced one personally. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, everyone I've talked with that has gone to Milson West events are like, these are... You know, you got to be ready for it. Uh, cause once oh, yeah. they say go, man, it's game on, uh, until it's done, you know? So yep. the, the event you went to, was that a 40 hour?
1: It was continuous? a 48 hour continuous event. Ooh, shit. Um, it back in, yeah. April of this year. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Um, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, it's ninety degrees and humid at most, and well, winter is winter. It's yeah. negative eight degrees. Yep. But I've never been into the desert. Gotcha. I didn't think it would get that cold that night. <laughs> You're like, it's gonna be hot. Yeah, you know I'm gonna, you know I'm from Michigan. I'm gonna be like sweating my ass off, and yep, it's probably not gonna get any colder than thirty. No, it was twenty degrees. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, shit. And about the hardcoreness, I would definitely agree. It's probably pretty, at least that event I felt was pretty hardcore. Right. Um, They got us out there onto the field late, probably two hours later than the Russian forces. Holy shit. Um, They rucked us out there, probably went one and a half miles in the dark. Mm-hmm. And no one on NATO had nods. Oh, shit. So nobody could fucking see. Oh, yeah. We went 300 meters past our drop point. (laughs) Uh, During the day, it was pretty warm. I think it was like 70 degrees. So we all got sweaty. Yeah. And this is where I learned something, uh, a new skill called how to deal with hypothermia. Oh, shit. So... As we're walking out there, temperature's dropping. Yeah. And we get to what we thought we were, uh, were was our drop point. And they sit us down. Say, you know, grab your shit, put it in a circle, defensive perimeter, sit your ass there. It's supposed to be a Russian attack coming at any damn time. <laughs> Sat there for four hours. Oh my god. Four hours. Um Nothing but
0: crickets. <laughs> nothing
1: nothing but crickets. Nothing going on to, you know, breathe oh, your God. ass off. Yeah. And probably by the third hour, there was people falling into actual hypothermia. Holy shit. Um, On the way out there, my squad lead stepped into a rattlesnake hole. Luckily, he didn't get bit. Damn. There was a snake in there. Yeah. Um, busted his knee. Um, Platoon lead was Tess. She rolled her ankle, sprained it, pretty damn bad. She couldn't walk on it. Right. And then um, the other team lead, because I was team lead for first platoon's first squad. Yeah. Second team lead got overwhelmed with going what was going on, so they all left. Mm. So, for 1st Platoon, they were just me. And I got to figure sh- out how to deal with three people going dropping into hypothermia. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck. I've, I know how to deal with hypothermia, but I've never actually had to do it. Right. So...
0: Y'all better snuggle up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Group hug. I grabbed,
1: I grabbed that those three and... Some of the thermal blankets out of my bag. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine did the same. Uh, That was uh, second squad team lead. Yeah. And she wrapped them, got them a heater. Y'all are going to sit here until, like, so you don't fucking die. Right. Because they either truck you out or you walk out. And then uh, later that night, she ended up leaving. So yeah, that's uh, that was definitely interesting.
0: Um, <laughs> so did he, you did you make it the whole forty eight?
1: I did make it the whole forty eight. Good for you. Uh, the first night, I sat there. I had a bivy tent, and you know your puss pad, your yoga mat, or whatever the hell you lay on. Right. And my my uh. My sleeping bag, and then my bivy tent. The bivy tent, don't get me wrong, shit was warm. Until it collapsed and condensed on top of me. So now I'm wet. <laughs> I got up. Awesome. And my body was, like, severely shaking like this. Uh-huh. Fucking, I can't stop. So I got up. I angrily paced back and forth to, like, try and get my muscles moving again. Right. Got warm enough. Took the... Undamped side of my sleeping bag and then put my Glock in my lap and sat at the entrance of the Bibby tent, pissed until until the sun came up. Yep. So that that was my experience with that. Um, The daytime. Uh, People don't realize, man, people that have never been,
0: like if they've never grown up in like cold states, you know, where it gets really cold in the winter, they don't realize how uncomfortable freezing. You know, when you're out there freezing and you, you don't have a way to go inside or get warm, they don't realize how fucking uncomfortable it is. It is like night and day, bro. It is like the, uh cause you know, Oh, well it's the same as being hot. I mean, being hot. Uncom- yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is no, when you're hot. Yeah, not. it is not like, you can be, it can be really hot out. You could be exposed to the sun for a long time compared to, you know, and still be functional. You don't start losing your mind in the heat until, uh, you know, until you start getting really, really, really dehydrated. Um, yeah. And we that takes, a, it. it takes a while, yeah. but cold one fucking night, one night, like you're talking, like it could be you're, you're fine. At 8 o'clock at night, at Mm -hmm. 10, you're, you know, two hours later, you're, whatever happened, you're, you know, you got a little wet, your hands got a little wet. Now you're starting to get those shivers. Now you're starting to get the shakes. Uh, When you get the shakes, you can't pick anything up. You can't fucking unbutton your pants or unzip them. You can't grab the zipper thing. Uh, You have no dexterity and strength in your fingertips. You can't even feel your fingertips. Uh, You're like, it is... And once all that happens with all your extremities getting cold, it just moves its way into your core and in your, in your head. And then you start panicking and then you're like, you're, you're kind of like panicky. Like what, where do I, how do I get warm? How do I get my hands to work? How do I get like, it is, it changes so fast when you're cold, you know?
1: Yeah. That's uh, that's kind of, Something at that point when I was like now wet trying to sleep where I chose to get up and then move back and forth. Like I knew if I stayed put, I'd probably drop. And then I'd be mad at myself. They drove sixteen hours, paid all this damn money. Yeah. (laughs) Rental vehicle. No. And I'm like, I'm not gonna quit. This is the only thing only thing going through my head, I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna stop. If I stop, the kids are gonna stop. Yeah. I can't. I can't do that. Can't do it. Nope. Good nope. Good nope for nope, you. Nope. It's kind might be kind of like corny to say this, but as a person I kinda of changed at that point too. And I yeah. carried that with me. Mm-hmm. Even today. Yeah. Um.
0: Made you stronger.
1: Yeah, kind of. A little bit. Maybe mentally.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's where strength comes from. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, the kids, the kids were fine. Um, there's an older guy with us. He got pretty definitely, definitely pretty damn cold. The kids <laughs> learned a lot. Um, yeah, how to like get someone who was like at that point where they can no longer move because mm-hmm. they're that cold. I'm like, you know, just just get them up. Put his arm around your shoulder. Get him moving. Yeah. And I had uh, Moose, you know, make him some, like, lukewarm, a little bit warmer than, you know, lukewarm coffee. To, like, get something in him. Right. It's just His body is trying to seize up. Mm-hmm. Got him going, so taught them a couple things that I know about how to get people moving again.
0: We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games action by action and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more... Head to skirmish.net and check out episode one fifty seven of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Um that's good. Then uh, now did your dad teach you any of this stuff growing up? Like uh, basic survival stuff, you know, or military kind
1: of thing? Like he taught me a little bit of that. Um Do you know who Les Stroud is? Yes. Uh, Survivor Man? Survivor Man. Oh, yeah. That's where I learned a lot of what I know from. That dude was a badass, bro. Yeah. You know, he's more uh, realistic with how he does stuff. Sure. At least I feel.
0: You know what was crazy about his show, too? Mm -hmm. He He didn't have a cameraman. He was literally by himself. No,
1: he carried all that
0: shit. He did all the shit by himself. They dropped him off. He would go the whole time filming, setting everything up, doing all the work until he got to the point where he got, you know, picked up or whatever.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That, I don't know. I, I couldn't do what he was doing. I'd probably go crazy, but
0: <laughs> I hear you. Uh-huh. No, you know, I didn't know that. My kids were my boys were watching that show, and uh, and they were talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's another reality show. You know, I'd watch it with them. You know, it's like, oh yeah, it's cool. And um, and when they told me that, I was like, no, I didn't believe them. I was like, there's no way. There's no way this guy's by himself. Like, what? What if something happens? Like what? And uh, they're like, no, no, he's he's by himself. I was like, holy shit. And then I saw him later on, like on an interview or something. and He was talking about it. I was like. Oh my god, dude, that's crazy! That takes a lot of work.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. You no, know, and then on top of trying to just like actually survive, you have right. to take care of all this extra camera shit. I mean, yep. I think he carried like three, three large like totes of camera equipment or whatever. I'm sure, like that. Yeah, it's not
0: like you can uh, plug your charger into the fucking tree. No. your battery dies <laughs> put it's a little crank <laughs> put a little crank on the side of the tree all right come on <clears throat> charge it up
1: <laughs> um but yeah no that msws can be pr- can be pretty intense yeah
0: um so how, did really- it, how did it end how did you guys
1: come out did okay I- we got shot on. <laughs> <laughs> we utterly got shit on. Yeah. Um, Solsk is that field if you've ever seen Jets videos or Airs, uh, Unicorn Leo's videos where they're all getting fragged inside of this like tin hut.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen some of those.
1: Yeah, that one. That's the that, one. That yeah, that was the one.
0: Holy and shit! And it is
1: definitely as cr- batshit crazy inside of there. But Archiadre did not want to be in the building. Yeah. He sent the five people from Wolves of Asgard that were still left and the rest of Second Platoon with me. They're like, You're gonna go hold the rear flank. Um We set up a defensive perimeter back there. We had one L M G, we had a M sixty machine gun and a bunch of riflemen. Well, not really a bunch. It was more like ten. Ten people. Yeah. And we sent, I, myself and one of the people from second squad went forward. We did a, we performed some recon and I came back on the, over the radio. I'm like, we've got a squad of 10 Russians showing up, you know, about a 150, 200 yards out coming up to our rear flank. Mike scratched that, uh, make that 20. Scratch that again. Make that 40. Oh, there was 120 fucking Russians. From oh, the my God. Pike. So, yeah. 10 versus 120. Dude. that That's about how that went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Ten, 10 shitters fighting it out with 120 Russians. It was over in po- probably, like, 60 seconds. But, like... Yeah. I don't know. That was the best best 50 60 seconds i've ever had
0: right i mean just fighting for your life you know at that point just now what were you using were you using the sniper there were you trying to snipe
1: um i did not bring that one uh i could grab it can i grab it yeah of course sure This little ugly thing. It's just uh, Ares Amoeba M4. Holy gotcha. Star Jack in it. Okay. Hell yeah. I actually met Airsoft Elphons while I was out there.
0: Oh shit, did he sign it?
1: Yep. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. That's we, awesome. Yeah. It's that That's piece pretty of shit. cool. Well, it's not really a piece of shit, but... uh. Hell the yeah. angry gun that won't die. <laughs>
0: We have a Lancer Tactical like that, bro. I'm telling you, this thing's a fucking badass. I don't know what kind of steroids they put in it out of the uh, manufacturing place, but it's, like, the only Lancer Tactical that is just fucking beast. Full auto, all day, or semi, oh, it doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever kind of weight BBs we put in this thing, it just keeps running. And we got it in, like, our second
1: mystery box for, like, $80 yep. fucking dollars. I don't even know. <laughs> it's I crazy. Do, it do, Yeah, that gun, I can put whatever weight I want in it. I can full auto it all the day- damn day long As an when it was an AEG. I actually, at a rec game, I was running that gun. i um, just st- assaulting straight forward, full auto du- mag dumping. I blew the front of the gearbox off. <laughs> it exploded. Nice. And it kept running. Holy shit. It kept going. The fully detached front end of the gearbox, and it kept going. Still kept shooting people. That it is just crazy. It would not die. And I'm sure it would have kept running. That's crazy, bro. So, yeah. Like, if any gun I'm taking to MS Milson West that I know I won't die on me, it's going to be that one.
0: Yeah. No shit. Yeah, you're always taking that one as a backup.
1: Oh, yeah. No matter what, it goes. Yeah. Hell um, yeah.
0: Well, you had a. So that's a that's a big. Uh, so that's probably that's got to be your biggest mill sim, right? That you've gone to.
1: Most definitely. Okay. I think the second. Well, second biggest would have been Firestorm at Hole in the Wall. Not nearly the same player count, but yeah. for the, there was about 120, maybe 140 players there on a 10-acre, not 10-acre, about 15-acre field. Gotcha. A lot of people. Yeah. A small area. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at going to another event, one of the Sheboygan events, Sheboygan, uh, Wisconsin, for the uh, insane Asylum. Oh, Yeah.
0: I want to say, I've, I've seen a couple of videos on that, actually. I want to, s- who was it? We were watching a video, uh, we did this uh, reaction video or something. I want to say there was a couple of shots or scenes in that building, I think. I think it was from WAG. WAG Entertainment, uh, or WAG Airsoft, or something like that. Um, and I think it was in that insane asylum.
1: I believe so. looked pretty crazy. I know um, Airsoft Alphonse does a lot of videos there. Maybe that's where I've seen it. Yeah. Um, one of my buddies, that's uh, Roger, that also went to and West with me. Uh, he actually lives like 10 minutes away from him in Michigan. Oh, shit. And I think he might have. Actually, got to meet Silo because Silo was up here just recently with Airsoft Alphonse. Okay, they that sh- most recent Sheboygan game. Gotcha. Silo Entertainment.
0: Nice. So, what? How did you get into uh, teching? Like, what? Uh, when you? So, you get into airsoft, you start playing, and then uh, did you have a background in like tinkering with stuff or? Working with tools or fixing things—that
1: kind of thing. Um. Really, the only. Well, actually, yeah, I did have a little bit of experience. Um. Mostly from my work experience, I've always worked with. And uh, ran machines, not mm-hmm. like heavy equipment, but like uh, shop machines. Yeah. Uh, molding presses. Plastic oh, shit.
0: injection. Shit like yeah. that. That's dude, I've worked on that for twenty years.
1: Yep. Machines go down, so you know, I'm like, well, maintenance ain't gonna be here until like another twenty minutes. Might as well no figure shit. out how to fix it.
2: Yep.
1: So um Tess, the the uh person I mentioned before, she was yeah. actually the one that got me into it because she's been teching for fifteen years. Oh shit. Yeah. She's like, well, it's going to break at some point and I'm not always going to be around, so you're going to learn today.
0: (laughs) Now, is she part of the, uh, the, does she know the TST guys?
1: Yep. Um, Otter is actually from Wolves of Asgard. Oh, okay. Used to be on Wolves of Asgard. Uh, Mason was for a short second. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a few other teams that used to be uh, members of Wolves of Asgard. Yeah. So, yeah, she knows like Mason and all of them. Okay. Um, no, I run into those guys quite regularly. Regularly, they're at uh, Cedar Airsoft. Yeah. No, play and shoot those guys quite a bit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no
0: shit. Well, I'm looking at, uh, you know, when I go through your Instagram, I'm seeing, like,
1: you're working on, I'll pull up this picture here. Uh... That is an a and K M60. I yes. think I have it written wrong on that post. I think I yeah. wrote it as an MK43. Right. Yeah. a M- and M60. I was doing a wire harness for that. Oh, okay. Yep.
0: Yeah, I see the your soldering. That's... uh, Who was I talking with? Um, damn, I was just talking with somebody uh, on the podcast about the soldering stuff and uh, how difficult it is. I think it was uh, Call Sign Cap, actually. <clears throat> and he was talking about how, um, you know, these... Uh, these uh, he was trying to solder a trigger board. Mm -hmm. And they're so tiny. And I was like, yeah, fuck that, bro. I can solder, but the real
1: tiny shit, I have a hard time doing it. Um, Yeah, no, micro soldering is a bitch. I hate it.
0: Um, My globs are, my drips are too big. I can't, you know, like, even when I use the tiny, the small solder, it just...
1: You almost need one of those, like, pinpoint tips with, like, super thin solder. Right. Personally, I try to, like, go for a lower temp so it's slower and Mm. you can kind of control the amount that's melting. Gotcha. Instead of, you know, just flash melting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's
0: what mine mine would do. I would try to do that with uh, these guys' guns. I did fix a few of them, uh, the normal ones, the regular version two gearboxes that didn't have any kind of special shit. But uh the one they wanted me to I think it was uh Chris's he had a um uh two forty nine built and it was full steel it was on back order like he had this he ordered it and everything so um he wanted to put a MOSFET and I don't know. He wanted to put some stuff in there. Well, he messed it up. And he's like, hey, can you fix this? So I had to undo, like, take the wires off of, you know, his solder and take it off and clean it up and then re-solder it. And I was like, bro, this, I'm going to need, like, a smaller set because I can't. These globs are too big. (laughs) Were you self-taught with uh, soldering?
1: Yeah. Um okay. I did a little bit of welding before that. Mm-hmm. Um, MIG and uh, TIG welding. Right. Like, it can't be too much different. So I just kind of went at it. Figured yeah. It, so I figured it out, so. Nice. Now I got a whole bunch of different shit.
0: Yeah, that's uh. So, what are you working on now? You got uh, a pistol. You were what are yeah. you cleaning it?
1: No, um, it's a tap. An Echo One tap. For some reason, it will not quite. I I believe it's a problem with the blowback unit. Hmm. Um. Never actually worked on one of these before. It's got like a split. That kind of design. Doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. But no. Um, running a green gas mag on it, it will not blow back. But on CO2, it will. Yeah. So it's got some kind of a issue with the blowback unit. There's a, uh, a new player that's coming in and he wanted a high cap uh, and a decent gun. So... Rebuilding a high capital for him, and he's gonna be buying one of my crytacks. Oh shit! Nice. It's actually that tan one on uh, there on Instagram. Let's see. Um, go down a little bit. It's right below that uh, galaxy tattoo. Oh, okay. It won't come with the scope, he said. I can't afford that. I was going to say, that's a nice scope. (laughs) That's a Vortex. Oh, that's cool, man. I
0: think we had, uh, I think we got one of these one time. I think one of the guys bought uh, a recce. I don't know. I can't remember. We had so many in the beginning from all these different boxes and then the guys were buying some, you know, on their own, but they look cool. Crytek's good, uh, good brand.
1: Yeah. They're pretty good. Um, I like, I love their gearboxes. They're really robust, really tough. You can yeah. do a lot with them without them exploding. Hmm. Um, Personally, retro arms for at least like the strength of them, retro arm, yeah. and then the uh, Nautilus V2 from Crytek, two strongest gearboxes guaranteed. Okay, at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I've never worked on those. The Crytek's that these guys bought because uh, they had they bought uh, LVOAC mm-hmm. and then something else, um, and I and then I can't remember who bought the uh, Recy, but they uh they never had a problem with it and so they never took it apart or at least I didn't have to work on the gearbox so I didn't have to mess with it
1: right out of the box um Crytacs are pretty good a lot of people just don't like modify them internally um they'll just change the barrel and hop up barrel the stock barrel is 6.0 or... 6.5 mm. millimeter and the hop up is hop, up, hop ups. All right. Yeah. But that's about the most that I see a lot of people do with them. Okay.
0: Now these uh, tattoos are these um, are you into astronomy?
1: Yeah. Um, growing up. Uh, I always. These liked- are
0: all tattoos. Yeah. You got, did you get them all in the same day? Yeah. They look fresh.
1: Yeah. What the fuck? That's like an all-day thing, bro. Yeah. I think I sat there for like four hours.
0: Yeah. Damn. Okay. Now, did you go back and have them colored
1: or something after? Um. Yeah. I'm going to be having them colored. Um. Kind of emergency. Had to buy another car, so that kind of got in the way. Oh, okay. Those are cool. I think I have 15 on that arm now. Holy shit. 15, 20.
0: Yeah. My daughter, my youngest daughter just got, uh, she just, I can't remember if it's finished or not, but she's gone to three sessions on her thigh. Mm -hmm. It's fucking massive. And, uh, so, or no, she's gone to two sessions. It's not done yet, but, um, Honestly, I can't remember what it is. She's going to kill me. But um, (laughs) it's a, I don't know, a bunch of flowers or butterflies or some shit. But it's a bunch of stuff. It's real big. And uh, she's had it shaded, but not filled in with color yet. Mm -hmm. So, like two six hour sessions she's gone to. And um, yeah. So, her and her husband are that like every other weekend. That's where they're at. Like, oh, tattoo parlor. we're just going to go to another tattoo. So now what got you into uh, astronomy? Did you like that when you were a kid?
1: Yeah. I used to stare at the stars, you know, with everything that was going on when I was a kid. I don't know. It was one of the only, only places I ever, like, really found peace other than, you know, going out hunting yeah. or fishing or whatever. Right. But, uh, I don't know. I figured I'd dedicate, like, my whole right arm to it, I suppose. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Do you have any, uh, siblings?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, one I don't talk to. Him and I don't see eye to eye on things. Gotcha. Um, and then my brother Ted, all from different fathers. I guess my mom got around. Okay. <laughs> hey. You know. Um. My brother Ted, um, he's uh got frontal lobal cerebral palsy. Oh shit! So like he's blind. He was yeah. also he also held, holds one of the like Guinness world, uh, book of world records for like smallest child to live through birth. Holy shit! Yeah. How small? So, a couple like, pounds or a pound or something? He can fit in my palm. I have pretty small hands. Oh, my God. He's probably, like, from here to, like, here. Somewhere in there. Holy shit. Yeah. He's 45 now. Fully grown-ass yeah. man.
0: That's crazy. Well, those are the kind that, you know, the, the doctors say, hey, he's, we don't know. Like, maybe he'll live two hours
1: or two yeah. months. We don't know. They gave him like 2 weeks maybe. Yeah. Off the top of my head.
0: Uh-huh. That's nuts, bro. Okay.
1: So now are are your uh
0: are they kind of close in vicinity to you, to where you live?
1: Um I think my second oldest brother Jeremy I, I don't know what he's doing. He's a tax accountant, makes all kinds of money. He probably lives in Jamaica. I don't know. (laughs) Um, And then Ted, he stays with my dad. My dad takes full-time care of him. Yeah. Along with my stepmom. Gotcha. Uh, She also takes care of Ted. They live like 20 minutes away. Oh, okay. Uh, I took four years of psychology when I was in high school. No shit. I mean Ted is the reason why I did that. Wow. Um He had a lot of behavioral issues. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so why is he doing that? I don't understand. I don't get it. So I took right. four years of uh like entry level like college entry level uh psychology. I yeah, guess that's yeah. the best way to put it. It wasn't sure. like college psychology. Right. But it would be like Something you would... Like an AP course, almost. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: do you think that's... Uh, do you think that helped you uh, as you got older?
1: Yeah, it helped me realize that... Uh, knowing psychology is a blessing and is a curse. And a curse. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say it helped a lot. Um, yeah. Being that I'm ADD, is... I'm pretty... I don't know at, like, what level, but I would say it's pretty severe. So it helped yeah. me, like, learn how to effectively cope with that. Okay. And manage it. I'm not on any kind of medications. I just learned, you know, effective ways on how to, like, you know, manage that. Yeah. Um. That's good. So, like. I don't know, make a, make a list and make sure that your brain doesn't try to intrusively lead you somewhere else. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I saw this, uh, I I listen to this podcast, uh, daily and the guy talks about this, uh, um, I can't remember the name of the, the technique, but, um, It's some, some kind of technique where, and it's supposed to help people with their focus, Mm -hmm. you know, that have the, those kind of issues, which honestly, most people have an issue with focus, but, um, (laughs) you know, myself included. So, uh, it is what, you know, basically whatever you're going to focus on, make a list, you know, do this, whatever, and then pick one thing that you want to work on and you do it and you 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 get rid of your phone, like put your phone in the other room, whatever you're going to work on, you know, get all the distractions. Twenty minutes of nonstop, hundred percent in the moment, present, you know, hundred percent effort on whatever you're working on for twenty minutes, and then you take a five minute break, totally get away from it, and then twenty more minutes, and then take a five minute break. So it's uh it's supposed to in you know build that up to where you, uh, you force your brain into, you know, your mind into focusing more and more and more. And, you know, at the beginning, you know, he's talking like, uh, you know, people that start this, uh, they can't last five minutes, you Mm -hmm. know, in the beginning. So, but your goal is 20. So you set the timer, do it for 20. And it's just like working out. It's like, oh, I can't walk a mile yet. Uh, you know, I can walk a quarter of a mile and I'll just do, you know, every day a few more steps, every day a few more steps. So, you know, with that, it's every day a few more minutes or whatever that you really focus on this one thing. No distract, Your mind's going to wander, but mm-hmm. then you bring it back to the task, bring it back to the task, bring it back to the task. So, uh, and a lot of people are starting to use that because, um, the medication, you know, they'll be on it for years and it really, stops helping I think I guess is what I've heard and um yeah so a lot of people are really trying to look at alternative measures for uh
1: for dealing with that you know um personally like with the medication yeah I was on that for 12 years all through all through school yeah um Started out at, like, 15 and ended at, like, 30, 30, 35 milligram. Yeah. Um. I found that I would just stay, pretty much just stare at whatever I was doing until I was given another task. I would do that Mm. task and then go back to staring in one direction. Pretty much like a zombie. Jeez. Um, Now that I'm off it off it since 2015. Okay. The side effect of that, um, random migraines. Oh, shit. For being on uh, basically an amphetamine for that long. Yeah. So, on top of what you were saying about the the medications being off of it Mm. and having had been on it for so long, migraines. That's terrible. Um... Personally, for me, uh, what disrupts the focus because it's kind of like an oxymoron. You can't focus, but when you do focus, you're hyper focused on it. <laughs> right. And what takes away that focus, like say, hyper focused on building this pistol. Yeah. What happens is I need to build a pistol laundry no i need to finish building the pistol (laughs) i need to go brush my teeth it's intrusive thoughts yeah and then the and then that intrusive thought it could even be like a random memory of some random shit that happened years ago or yesterday or five minutes ago you just Mm -hmm. then you get that kid that's staring out the window (laughs) that was me yeah. Happens at work. Like, um I cut meat now. Okay. I, uh, I work at a place called Hazekamp Meats. Um, do a lot of chicken, do a lot of pork, do a lot of beef. Gotcha. A lot of set weight stuff. hmm And I'll notice that I'll be doing it. I'll be doing it up, you know, cutting six ounce chicken breast or steak or pork or yeah. whatever. And I'll just stop. Because an intrusive thought came in. Usually it's a memory. Like, I don't know. Getting assaulted by 120 Russians at MSW. <laughs>
0: Drama! And I'll, I'll be
1: like... Going through that memory. And I'll just stop. But that was an yeah. intrusive thought. While I was focused on... um, Whatever the hell it was that I was cutting.
0: Yeah. Or
1: trying to... Like, like I was saying. Trying to build this pistol. Laundry! Mm-hmm. there goes the squirrel yep if they were try if they were ever to find a find a uh, effective way to keep people with ADD on track mm-hmm. it would have to I believe wholeheartedly it would have to be something that would allow that take away that conse- those consecutive uh, intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I've heard about, like, uh,
0: like, um, what is it, Adderall? Mm-hmm. Um, Adderall,
1: Cleveland, Vyvanse.
0: Yeah. I remember um, the first time I ever tried Adderall, this guy, <clears throat> uh, you know, I don't have, like, ADHD or anything, like, medically. So he, uh, one of the guys I were, I ran a GameStop, you know, a mm-hmm. video game store for three years when I first moved to uh, South Carolina from Ohio. And, um, one of my guys that worked there, he came in and he's like, man, we're ready to get shit done. You know, you want one of these? And I was like, you know, him and I gamed, you know, for, with each other on like Gears of War and shit all the time. And, uh, and I was like, what is it? And it was like this little blue pill, not a Viagra. But, uh, he's like, blue, uh, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, it's Adderall. I, I don't even know at that point. I don't even know if I had even heard of it. This is like 14 years ago. And, um, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, whatever. Cause I, oh, I know it. um, the only one I had heard of for that kind of, uh, you know, medical thing is uh, Ritalin, right? Yep. <clears throat> so. He said, Adderall. I was like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, man, it's like caffeine basically or whatever. I was like,
1: yeah, okay, sure.
0: whatever. Yeah. Sure. It'll help wake me up. Cause we were just opening the store and, um, I was so fucking focused, bro. I had in my head, I had this list of things that I wanted to do that day. And, uh, and I mean, number one, laser focused on it until it got done. Number mm-hmm. two, laser focus. And I, I don't remember because it was almost like hazy, but, uh, not in a fog. Like we were very clear and focused on what we were doing. But, um, I think we talked the whole time, like nonstop while we were doing our things, but I was getting shit done. And then number two and then number three. (laughs) And by the end of the day, I was like, uh, what the fuck happened? Like it felt awesome. But, um, I did have a crash, you know, it was like, I yeah. took too much caffeine or whatever for me. He was fine, you know, cause, uh, you know, it, it, kept him normal, but, uh, he's like, yeah, this, and I can't remember what the dosage was, but he's like, yeah, I gave you a big one. I was like, I don't know what the fuck, you know, but it was, you know, whatever, but it worked, it worked, uh, for that day. But I can't imagine, um, you know, taking that every day. Cause I did feel pretty like a crash later oh, yeah. that night pretty heavy
1: um it lasts for like six to eight hours on average yeah and then after that six to eight hours is just like you're saying just downhill done oh yeah you're 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 just totally trashed
0: now you uh you said you were you're getting uh migraines do you get them um is there anything that sets that off
1: um much like Having ADD itself, uh, stress levels, gotcha. uh, dietary, obviously hydration. Dehydration yeah. will cause migraines.
0: So uh, being out in uh, in Oklahoma and a hundred and twenty Russians rushing at you, uh, and you're kind of dehydrated,
1: you'll get a migraine. <laughs> um. So <laughs> when I was out there, I kept up on my on my hydration. Good. I kept up on my food levels. Uh a consistent uh nutritional intake. Yeah. And definitely brought caffeine pills. <laughs> 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 um ca- caffeine actually um some people with ADD can actually use caffeine to Kind of level themselves out in a sense. Yeah, in in place of uh, Adderall or gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. In small amounts, it can kind of help, or you just smoke weed. Yeah. Oh, gotcha.
0: Okay. And that kind of levels you out. Yep. As far as um, the the thinking, all crazy, all over the place. Yep.
1: Gotcha. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but, like, brain scans of someone who has ADD compared to someone who doesn't. Uh-uh. No, I've never seen it. Um, yeah, the brain scans were, like, scanning for the, like, parts of the brain that were actively firing. Like, just on average. Yeah. Across the board. Um, it kind of looked like a goddamn Christmas tree. Really? Uh, the activity across the board for someone who has ADD is almost 10 times more active, firing 10 times more. Yeah. Yeah, look it up. Yeah, you don't mind, do right. you? No. There you go. Uh, that third one on the right. This yeah. one here? That's crazy. I mean, all these.
0: That one's not as easy to tell what they're... What they're... uh, But yeah, this one here. The problem is I don't know what... uh, I mean, they're very different for sure. So all this, like, there's no red in this one, barely. But there's, um, all this blue. Oh, okay. So there, so I guess, uh, so what are they saying? Like, um, people were saying that, uh, that is basically like over dramatized or something because they're just kind of making it up just to uh, explain why kids aren't paying attention.
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely. I've heard that more times than I can count. Really? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but if you can make a fucking brain scan and show you that that's where it's at. Yeah. I'm pretty, if it's on obviously measurable, I'm going to, how can you deny it it's right oh, there? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine, uh, I guess I've never really run in anybody that's, um, that has said, uh, that they don't believe that it's real or something. I, I, I think what I've heard is, um, and I know that, there's people out there saying that, I'm sure. I've never personally experienced that. I've heard of it. But uh, it is the, um, like, oh, uh, the, the reasoning behind it, you know, like, oh, the, or the treatment. So they're just uh, saying that, um, you know, yeah, maybe the kid is a little more hyperactive than everyone else, but he doesn't have that. They're just saying that so they can prescribe something for him, you know, whatever kind of thing but um yeah i i've been around enough people that legit have it we're on medication and when they don't have it like they can barely hold a conversation Mm -hmm. for two seconds because they're you know uh, but when they you know are on they take whatever they take i guess it's adderall or ritalin or something that um they can kind of calm down now my son he uh we were lucky actually all five of our kids none of them uh you know had that now connor is our youngest son he's uh the fourth out of five and he is 22 now but um he gets to a little bit of that where he can't focus like at work and stuff and um yeah, he don't, he never got on medication. He, uh, so he, ju- he does, like, what you said, you know, he just smokes weed. So, okay. yeah, he just, like, smokes that, and he's, like, you know, it totally calms his brain, uh, he can talk normal, he can think normal, and, uh, and it helps him, you know, deal with that, so, and, you know, we're in South Carolina, so it's, uh. We're always talking like, yeah, maybe they'll legalize it here. And we're like, no, man, this is a Bible belt. Yeah. That thing's going to be the last. <laughs> the last.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say for like a medicinal purpose, I would say uh, weed definitely helps a lot. Personally, yeah. I don't smoke really ever. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Kind of depends on uh, the different kinds of strains. Like an indica will definitely mellow me out, where a sativa will definitely make me go fast as fuck. It, uh, <laughs> nice, sati. That kind of uh, strain will essentially, I guess, energize you, get yeah. you clean the house. No. <laughs> well, we went
0: to uh, we went to the Milsim back in. <laughs> Was it April? No. Yeah, something like that. And uh, we went to Stonebreaker here in uh, South Carolina. And, um, you know,
2: bed.
0: yeah, dude, it was fun. It's big, 700 people. And um, we're out there in the campgrounds. And, you know, after the first or second phase, you know, before the nighttime game on Saturday, it is uh, the whole camping area you see some smoke from barbecues and you see the other smoke from Cheech and Chong van over here. Okay. Like, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, you get contact highs from, uh, from out there in the campground, but it's great, man. Like, you know, one of the things I liked about it was, you know, being at the mill sim, it's, it's so nobody, there's no rules. Like after the games, like out in the campground, Everyone's respectful, you know? Nobody's throwing their trash everywhere. Uh, They're picking up, you know, mostly. I mean, there's some, you know, trash when they leave. But uh, for as many people as we're camping out there, everyone's cool as fuck. Uh, People are drinking, smoking, and you don't have a bunch of fights going on, right? Uh, Thank God. (laughs) So, uh, you know, it's laid back, man. It's cool as fuck.
1: Um, here's the question for you. Okay. You asked me what the most memorable experience I had. What is your worst experience? Mine? You've ever ever had. And I'll tell you mine. (sighs) Uh, well, let's see.
0: Well, my airsoft experience has been, uh, as far as actually being to a field has only been two times. So all the other times have been Uh um yeah has been uh editing you know just running the channel but uh okay this isn't it's partially due with airsoft because i was working on a video at the time you know for our channel but uh when we first started our channel my worst (laughs) i guess it's kind of air it falls under the airsoft thing because i was editing an airsoft video for our youtube channel but um I was, uh, at when we first started, I could, I could walk, but not that great. So, Mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty unstable on my feet. And, uh, at the time I was, uh, 80 pounds heavier than I am now. I was like 320 pounds, 325 pounds. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was swelled up from all this stuff, whatever. And then, uh, so I'm editing this video and I walked, I, I I left and I started walking down the hall to get something out of the, the room or go to the bathroom or something and I fell. Uh my legs gave out. Which oh, really? had happened a couple times before and um or a handful of times before. But uh my legs gave out and I just I fell down I couldn't get up. Uh and at the I could barely I, I could crawl into my room but uh I really couldn't get up too well. So uh I was pretty frustrated. I was pretty, you know, mentally, emotionally, um, I was pretty frustrated. So I guess that one. And then a real Airsoft event that was most memorable, that was uh, fun but painful, was uh, when I was talking shit to these guys, because I was an old school paintballer, okay, and when they got into (laughs) cliche, like classic, you know, uh, nothing new here. Just uh, one of those old guys, like, oh, paintball's where it's at. Airsoft is for pussies. Uh, You know, that shit don't hurt. And uh, (laughs) so I I had them. We got a mystery box. It had uh, a Sterling. And it was a full metal, short SMG that had a a side-fed magazine. It came with a 90-round mid-cap. We're out there testing it, doing a review. I'm like, I'm talking shit the whole time. Uh, all three of my sons were over here. And uh, and I'm like, and then a couple other people were here too. Johnny was here and then my wife was outside. And I'm like, I'm standing there drinking a beer. I'm like, this shit doesn't hurt, blah, 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 whatever. And they're like, I'm telling you, it just shut up. All right, shoot my hand. And they're like 40 feet away. So if you've heard our podcast, uh, older ones, I've told this story numerous times but anyway i had them shoot me in the hand unload the mag just do it and i'm over here holding the beer no eye pro on no i'm just turn my head go and so they shot my hand uh where all the tendons are not halfway through that magazine bro i was like okay that's it so that was that will forever be burned in my brain okay from the pain uh of that because that lasted, that pain lasted for like a week because my tendons were wrecked. I, could bar- I couldn't I could make a fist. I couldn't use a mouse. You know, I was done editing for that whole week because I couldn't even use the
1: keyboard or nothing. <laughs> Jesus. You played yeah. Gorilla. That's what we call it over here, Gorilla. Gotcha. Um, That's right. What's yours? trying to decide if I can have this story told. Oh, shit. Um, But uh, Here. How does Beyblades and Anal Beads, as a conversation starter, sound to you? Beyblades? And Anal Beads. (laughs) Uh, It sounds like an anime. I wish it fucking was. (laughs) It was a real fucking thing. And something I had to deal with with two airsofters at an airsoft field. What? Okay, so what
0: is? Uh, explain what Beyblades are. I think most people know what uh, anal beads are.
1: They're kind of like a battle top thing, right? Yeah. Um, if you look it up on there, they're like they got like little blades on them. You pull a rip cord and it spins real fast, and another person, you know, pulls that rip cord and. Uh, the fucking tops basically clash into each other, shit like that. Oh, it's like one of those robot war things or something. Yeah, essentially, they're like battle tops. Essentially, is you that know, like one got of them pins on them? Yeah. Okay, but no. Um, that was the first thing that got brought to me at that very shitty experience that I got to have. Um, two why, people. Why did some? Somebody- these two Airsoft players wanted myself and Tess to decide who was wrong in a situation. And brought it to us. Okay. Um, they went and seen this chick out in fucking... Chicago or some shit. And... Because one... Dude won... Was sad, so dude two wanted to go have a play thing with some chick in Chicago. Okay, they're doing stuff, and anal beads were involved. And <laughs> Dude two, dude one decides to rip them out like a fucking ripcord, like a Beyblade, and oh. they brought this to the airsoft field. And he wanted me and Tess to decide who was wrong because the chick was trying to sue one of them. Holy shit! I'm trying to leave out some details here. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. But I get it. Oh, no, that was like... So what? Uh, so they had to explain the whole situation. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. now the whoever had the anal beads in did they get hurt?
1: Yeah, like he got like. Hospitalized for a little bit. Oh fuck! Because you know, like fucking anal beads. Yeah, yeah. Out like starting a lawnmower. Right. Like he's gonna hurt someone. Oh shit! No, that was uh. So why?
0: What were they? What were they trying to get from you guys? Just like a uh, debate (laughs) on, or some advice or whatever (laughs) on. uh, Hey,
1: this would be. Painful or so. So, I left something out there. So, dude one was the driver.
0: Yeah.
1: And, Chick called them while they were still in Chicago and wanted them to pay for the medical bill that she got. Rightfully so. I mean, that's only fair. To me. Um, and dude one and two got in an argument, so dude one throws the other dude out of a dude two out of a moving vehicle.
0: Holy shit! Yeah, out of a moving. Oh my. Vehicle. Oh my god, this is like a fucking airsoft soap opera, bro.
1: Soap <laughs> opera. So like they told they originally told this to test. Test yeah. brings it to me because test can't wrap her fucking head around it. I wish I could have, when she said, you know, Beyblades and Anal Beads, I wish I could have just left this planet at that point, (laughs) but no, they, dude one pushed dude two out of a moving car and left him in Chicago and they came back, ended up here back in Michigan Oh, my God. And then decided that they wanted to us to figure out who was right or wrong in their, you know. So who pulled,
0: dude one or two pulled the anal beads out like a lawnmower? Dude one. Then he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Okay. Like, that, end of discussion. Like go back to the girl, say I'm really sorry. How much was your medical? Uh, I'll pay for it, and it'll never happen again. Done. Like what the fuck?
1: Yeah, but like, dude, one was saying some shit like, "Well, it was his idea, this, that, and the other thing," you know. But dude, you're the one who pulled it out.
0: <laughs> nah, man, I don't. I don't care. That's yeah. You don't do that shit. You can't call peer pressure when you're a fucking adult, okay? Can't. Yeah, dude. Like,
1: Especially when the you, peer pressure
0: leads to physical harm to somebody.
1: Yeah. Mm-mm. Obviously, I mean, this what happened. <laughs> kind no. of. That's well, that's like, no, you know, like. I guess I missed what you said. I was trying to like talk up, talk over you. Oh, what's that? Uh, what you were saying about peer pressure and physical harm?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You know, those, uh, like uh, you can't, you can't say, "Oh well, he he talked me into doing it, or it was his idea." Yeah, when but you, you you still you made the have choice a choice, right? It. You you look at the situation and go, uh, "No, that would probably hurt. Uh, I'm not doing it." Oh come <laughs> on, dude, just do it. Uh, fuck no, I'm not going to hurt somebody because you're over here being a dumbass with your head up, you
1: know. No. Uh-uh. It, it, it goes back to the old saying. I mean, if if your friends jumped off a bridge, are you going to do it? Dude, for real. Like, you want to
0: see that shit, go watch Jackass, okay? Yeah. I'm not doing it in real life to this girl. That's
1: fucking dumb. No, that was, like, that was my worst experience ever. Like, I've, I've maybe once seen an altercation, never been in one. Yeah. Been overshot, shot in the face. You know, never. No, that one... That's probably my worst experience so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that's course, my first time that... hearing about something like that. I'm looking at these Beyblades, like okay, I remember these when the kids had them uh, yeah. when they were like teenagers, or whatever. And they had, you, like little TV shows. Yeah, that like has it. that. It has the 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 plastic uh, rod, you know, whatever on it. That's like uh, got teeth on it, so it's like uh, rubs on the runs on the gears. So you pull it real fast, and it spins it like a top. Um, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. That's, uh, nah, dude, that is now if it was something like, okay, the girl said, you know, in the heat of the moment, like pull him out faster or whatever, you know, like and she didn't know, like whatever, you know, number one, that's different, but also it does it still doesn't excuse the guy just leaving her like that. Like fucking, Hey, you, you help like, Oh shit. I'm sorry. Uh, what, you know? Let me go buy an ice pack. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you know, like
1: don't be a dick and just leave. Yeah, no. I like why'd you have to bring this to me, God damn it? <laughs> well, now we all know. Yeah, we all know Thanks, Izzy. You, I I had I had to experience and now you do too. <laughs> so you just had to get
0: it off your chest, man. That's all right. <laughs> uh Well, you said, uh, you know, when we were chatting, um, you know, texting before, you said um, you, like your first, when I first asked you to be on the podcast, you were like, well, I don't really show my face like at the field and stuff, you know, nobody. And I was like, dude, that's fine. Wear your mask, you know, because I've had a few people do that on here already. I don't know if you saw the one with the Brim, Brim Airsoft. I didn't Uh, see that. Yeah, he, uh, he wore a whole thing. So... And I've noticed there's a you know there's a handful. Actually, I just talked to another guy the same day I chatted with you. He's in the uh, UK, and he actually doesn't even play airsoft. But he's a former Royal Marine commando, you know, military guy that started a business over there selling tactical gear. And a mm-hmm. lot of his customers are airsoft, so he's starting to learn a lot about airsoft because that's you know a lot of his market. So um, and he's like, hey, I have this thing about all his Instagram posts are, his face is blurred out. Yep. And I'm like, that's fine, dude, wear a mask. Like this is a, you know, wear a, a helmet with a face shield. And I don't, you know, whatever. Uh, totally don't, you know, it does not bother me. Um, it is, now I could do these where you could just turn your camera off, you know, uh, and I've had people ask me that. So that I'm just talking to the little, you know, screen where it's not, you know, show anything, and then later when I edit, I could put uh, a picture from your Instagram or something like that, or if you sent me one, I could put that over there. It's not as interesting, honestly. Yeah. Um, even if you have your face covered, people still, uh, you know, see you moving around, see you talking. You know, it's yeah, it's more interesting on video than just having a still picture there. So, uh, I I'm not gonna force somebody. You know, like, hey, no, man, you really got to, you know, everyone's got to see your face. Like, I don't care. Just, um, you know, cover your face. It's fine. So you're, uh, when you go to the field, d- does anyone you play airsoft with uh, see your, like, know what you look like uh, outside of your mask at Some the airsoft do. field? Okay.
1: Uh, like Ryan, Tessa, obviously. I mean, she's like my fucking best friend. Right. All of them. Uh, sometimes it's kind of unavoidable. Gotcha. If like, well, I want to go have a smoke or like take a drink yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever the fuck. Right. Or eat something. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, it's unavoidable, true. but most of the time I'll either usually have my mask on or I'll be wearing a different loadout and I'll have this on or or whatever the whatever it might be. Right. Um. That's because of uh, like dysphoria. Yeah, Uh, what? uh, I honestly
0: don't know what that is. I've heard the word, but I'm not sure what that is.
1: It, uh, what is? Trying to find the best way to explain it. Dysphoria.
0: How do you spell that?
1: Dys. Is that with an F? Yeah. Here we go. It's like D Y S P H O. Dysphoria. P-H. Oh, okay.
0: Um. Here we go. This says the word dysphoria is used in general to describe discomfort, distress, or unease. Okay.
1: So it's like, with that definition, it's kind of like seeing your own face and being entirely repulsed by seeing it. Oh. You have that? Something I deal with. I mean... Really? Like, like I was mentioned before, I am trans. Yeah. Um. Usually I don't speak a lot. So here I am trying to, you know, like, be more comfortable with speaking. By being on a podcast, that, that thousands of people are going to watch.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, only two people watch this, okay? Like, nobody watches this shit. I promise you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. So has that, um, well, one, I appreciate you being on here, getting the courage up to do it because that could be, you know, num- it's good for you. You, you yeah. made, you know, you made progress. You made a step in the right direction as far as, okay, I'm going to get over this for this two hours we're talking here, whatever, you know, like yeah. it's no big deal. Um, and then, uh, you don't know who you're going to help. Whoever's yeah. going to hear this, you know. That's um, that's a good thing.
1: That's that's kind of another reason why I decided. You know, fuck it, let's do it. Good is um like. Much as I like to build, you know, nice guns for people, and share what I like to do, right? Um, through everything that I've been through as a person, you know, disregarding being plant trans. Right. I don't want anyone else to have to like feel the way that I did previously yeah. in life. So like if I can come up here and do that, it might help someone else. So, sure. Here we
0: are. Oh, it definitely will. Yeah, man. That's good. You know the uh and that's have you have you felt like uh since you've been part of the airsoft community that um it's one of the more welcoming kind of you know most of the time or have you had a different experience because of
1: you know your what, you know, your life or whatever it is kind of what I expected it to be okay and when i say that is that there's gonna be people that don't agree with what you do sure absolutely there's people i don't agree with, with what they do right people are people People yep. do what people do. So I expected at some points, like at MSW. Uh, some people don't want to play with you. People aren't gonna associate some people aren't gonna associate with you. That's fine. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, I'll use it as an example. At MSW I'll throw their name out because these guys were pe- really fucking shitty. Oklahoma Rangers. Gotcha. Uh, they said we're not going to take command from any he-she-faggots. Almost got their ass beat by Chris, who's former Rangers. That would have been hilarious. But it's... Now, like, why... It's a okay,
0: so... How, well, I guess how would... If you're all geared up... I mean, you're not, you're not standing up on a fucking stage saying, Hey, I'm trans, you know, at the event. No. So, no, I'm just how would they know? And- because... They hear hear your voice
1: uh they they see a presentation like i'll be honest i have fucking tits so yeah
0: so you got your so they see your boobs they see like, your wig
1: got your hair no my hair is my hair um i'm oh, sorry like, i didn't mean that. <laughs> no it's, it's nice it's a, long but like i don't know they see they see that and then they see the voice that we hear now. And then they see all the plate carriers and they're I don't know.
0: I don't I don't I don't, the, I don't get it.
1: What's on the plate carriers? Just a fucking tan plate carrier. Literally all it has got some mag pouches. Um a Oh, so nothing that really pouch. stands out. Yeah, it's got some off-colored mag pouches, a admin pouch and a Titan battery patch on it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: So there. So whatever it is, they they know that. Uh, they see things that are like, oh, okay, and so that's that's what they said because you were going to be the squad leader. Yeah. So what do they do? Walk walk away.
1: Um, at the time, like I was the only only person left. I straight up told them, like, like I don't have time to deal with you, or your thought process. You can either run with me and the rest of second platoon, or not second platoon, uh, second squad. Yeah. Or you can fuck off. Right. So this right. was during the game. During the game, yeah.
0: After it started.
1: Yeah. After it started. After we got to the first uh, drop point.
0: Yeah. Were and- you all freezing and shit? So, they, okay. That makes no sense to me. So, like, if someone has a good plan, like how, a plan of attack, here's what we're going to do. Who the fuck cares? Who says
1: it? I don't know. (laughs) What? Like, okay. I, I don't know. There's like, yeah, that experience and then, you know, offhandedness. Yeah. But like, I don't know, I just... It doesn't bother me as much as, like, I thought it would. Good. Other people that I know that are trans. Gotcha. But, I don't know. I don't go around toting it as it's, like, my personality. Right. I just fucking... I want to go shoot people in the forest with plastic BBs and have... (laughs) Exactly. And And not not
0: be judged for it.
1: I I don't... almost don't even give a shit if they do judge me for it. Well, no, you're out there having fun. <laughs> you're doing...
0: Yeah, you're doing what you like, and that's it. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. For real. Yeah, when you... Uh, well, I'm glad you brought it up because when, uh, you know, when we were chat, you know, texting, and you said that, I was like, dude, I don't... I think a lot of people, uh, maybe on here as well, but definitely in real, you know, in person in life... People that meet me that don't know me and my wife um, very well, they have this, uh, and I'm not saying you did, but you know most people do. They have this idea because they see uh, what I look like, uh, find out we, you know, I've been married for a long time, have five kids, uh, prior military, you know, Marine Corps, uh, and they they have this idea, which I understand. It doesn't bother me. You know, the stereotypes are. A thing, you know, it just builds up in your head. Like, okay, this is whatever. Like, it's like when you get an M4 in a mystery box, what, you know, it's going to be shit. Okay. (laughs) So, um, you know, we, I think a lot of people look at, at me and, and think that I'm going to be very strict in my way of thinking Mm -hmm. and, uh, or narrow minded maybe. And, um, and, and, and I'm not. So, And it's funny because most of my experiences, especially in the military and being overseas, has given me the – open my mind, you know, to broaden my uh, perspective on things as opposed to making it more narrow. Uh, I think if I would have stayed in the town that I grew up in, I grew up in a really strict religious uh, household. I think, uh, you know, I'd probably be way more narrow-minded. In life, and um, gone along with a lot more uh, rhetoric, I guess, or you know, way of thinking that yeah. uh, is passed around um, in those kind of religious circles, and uh, and I wouldn't have <laughs> like some of this stuff. Now that I look back on it, is I'm like, it's common sense. How the fuck? Like, why why would we be so judgmental of this stuff? But um, you know, so anyway. But yeah, when you texted me, I was like, "Yeah, okay." Like, no, dude, I don't. I care about the character of the person, mm-hmm. and I and I remember, you know, I sent the message back to you like, uh, "Are you, you know, I mean, are you, if you're okay being on here? If, if it's not, you know, if you're having fun playing airsoft and you you want to talk about it, then there's no issue. Like, what yep. what do we? Yeah, it's not a big deal, bro. So I I'm really glad uh, you came on here. So. You know, it's uh, great to meet you for sure, and uh, and I'm I'm really proud of you, man, for getting up the the guts to be like fuck it. You know, you got to have a little bit of fuck it in your life. You know, you got to be you know, so you don't care so much about what other people think, so it doesn't stop you from taking action. That you know, doing something good or positive or something that can affect or positive affect somebody else. You know, you can help help people with your story.
1: Absolutely, like... Yeah. I definitely enjoy being on here. Um, Good. The reason, like, I asked that question, like, right off the bat is, like... Sure. I don't know. Like you were saying, I don't know you. No. Um, I didn't have any, like, preconceived, like, idea of, oh, this person might be an asshole. No, like, it's just, like, well... I didn't think like the okay Rangers that I ran into who who really knows. So like you have no clue. So I just asked right off the bat, like let's get it right out of the way.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you did.
1: So, but no, like,
0: well, this goes for, you know, yourself. Obviously, uh, I was glad you had the guts to say it instead of just saying, no, I'm I'm not, you know, it's not really my thing or I don't want to do it or whatever. I'm glad you said something. I'm glad we got that out of the way, uh, and we're able to t- talk here now. But this goes for anyone that's going to listen to this or watch this in the future. Uh, if there's any kind of situation like that, just know uh, when you're talking to me, when you're talking to E-Rock, if you come on here, um, I, I welcome everyone. Okay, like if you're not hurting somebody, I don't. I care about your character, you as a person. Uh, I don't care about. All that kind of stuff that gets over-publicized now, Um, you know, and and skewed in a lot of ways. Uh, Just let people live their lives, okay? So we can have respect for one another, and we're all good. And that's, you know, and I've said this numerous times. Other people have said it. I'm not the first to say it. But I've been saying a lot lately on these podcasts, you know, Airsoft is a game of honor um you know carry that through to your personal life as well and the way we carry ourselves the way we talk to people the way we treat people on and off the field and that's it right absolutely
1: you know just fucking we're all here to have fun for real We're all here to have a good time you know some people go out this is the only relaxation that they get their only source don't be a fucking dick and come out here and just shit on people. Yeah, dude, for real. You don't agree or, or you don't like their kit, or you don't agree with what they do with themselves, or yeah. what they think. We're all just here have, trying to have a time. We're all just yes. wearing fabulous costumes, playing a fabulous game with our fabulous friends. In the words of Josh Warren, I love it. Playing war. There you go. Stop being a dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you heard it, people. Don't be a dick, okay? Uh, get out there and have fun. Listen man, uh it's been really really cool to meet you Izzy. Uh everyone go follow Izzy Spice. What is it? Izzy Spice 67 something. 672. That's your Instagram. I'll have the link in the description and uh and then is it just the Instagram right now?
1: Or your TikTok?
0: The okay. Just the
1: Instagram for now. Gotcha.
0: Maybe <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> okay. Well, you're spraying gas. That's good.
1: <laughs> well, the hammer works now. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> well, it's been awesome having you on, man. Great to meet you. And uh, we'll have to do it again in the future.
1: Absolutely.
0: I look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Izzy. Have a good night.
1: You too. You too.